When Jesus was around here on this land, he certainly did do his father's command. Because he knew that he was his father's only son, he came to draw men on them. You're listening to Talking the Walk. Real people seeking a real God. There you go. I am your host, Bob Dignan, and joined with me, as always, is Tracy Lar. There we go. Thank you, Bob. The Champagne Church of Christ. Joining us this week on the podcast, Dave Tomlinson. Hi, Bob. Hey, you've been on the podcast before. I have. For those that uh, don't remember, he's a firefighter. He's a former president of the Champagne yeah, School let's Board. Not talk about that anymore. And general all around great guy. He's a God fearing man. We're so done with that. He's a God fearing man. That's why he's I here. Well, you know, you now. but yeah, but you have a connection to the community. Because my wife works at one of the high schools. She, she does, does, but but you also have a connection, and we will right. be talking about connections to the community that's, in, that's the in whole this point. week's podcast. This week's podcast featuring feeding our kids, uh, which has been mentioned on the podcast before. By we've had uh, you know Janelle and Ann Janelle here. Right. Yes, to, they, to, to they are the, 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 yeah, the, the spear women. Um, but we're going to be talking the uh, the growing and expanding operation. Last time they were on our podcast, they talked quite a bit about possibilities of doubling. Their commitment to well, schools—it th- has begun. It is a reality. It got it's doubled. Uh, we got yes. raised um, in, in a figurative poker match. So, um, can I get kind of because I don't know anything about what we're going to talk about, um, but Tracy and Dave sort of do. So I can play the actually ignorant kind of like the, the idiot savant without the savant part. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right. Drop I the savant, <laughs> um, and I'll, I'll, I can ask questions throughout. So we are expanding um, our church's involvement with right, the program. Uh, what does that entail? What does that look like uh, when a when a venture like this doubles? And well, I think I mean first of all, Dave, why don't you just explain where we were uh-huh. and and why it doubled? So you yeah, and then you know because what it I remember at the too. last podcast with uh, Janelle and Ann. They had just been contacted by the right. food bank, literally that week, I think. Yeah, it was very. So, I don't know. Um, it was very fresh uh, sure. when when they were talking about it, and so right. what has happened since then? Well, I, I think to bring everybody up to speed, well, Feeding Our Kids has been around for about. I think this is the third year they've been doing it, okay. and uh, we got involved last year for the first time, and it's a, 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 it's a program for kids who are at risk, uh, nutritional insecure kids, uh, and they get snacks for the weekend and the families. And uh, so food insecure is the, is the term for that's that. That's what I was saying. Nutritional yeah, insecure. insecure is something that's probably you and I and all that when we yeah, eat the wrong kind of food. Right. Yeah. Food insecure is, means they don't have enough money to pay for food on the weekends sure. particularly. So um, we got involved uh, through some parents at uh, some of the PTAs because it was uh, some of our church's parents found about this program. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think it was Sarah Byers who brought it to us first because she was uh-huh. at Westview. Okay. And, shout out to Sarah. Uh, yeah, shout out to Sarah. So um, we... We last year we did around 450, just under 500 kids per week throughout the Champaign-Urbana and the surrounding county. Uh, and by we, that's a conglomeration of volunteers. We have yeah. in the church here because we have a lot of space downstairs. We've stored all the food. We have also uh, invited people in to sort those food into bags. Kind of a headquarters the for the yeah, actual kind of physical, the physical handling plant. of things, right? Because so, they because they buy food or they yeah. procure food or they're getting they like, buy food okay. uh, through primarily through monetary donations they've received. It's all a nonprofit. They they get donations of money and they go buy food or they sometimes get donations of food. Okay. The only problem with donations of food it has to be pretty specific because we really want uh, programmatically to give the same thing 
to every kid. Uh, and sometimes with food drives, you get such a smattering of stuff. Yeah, you want it to be uh, equitable. Right. right. You know, yeah. and so I mean, we've got great-hearted people who might put cranberry jelly in, which is, you know, a great thing of Thanksgiving, but sometimes not great for a weekend. Food yeah, program. yeah. So, and if you're six, seven yeah, years or, old, cranberry right. jelly is not just, well, I personally uh, love cranberry jelly. Yeah. You know, it, it's got to be in the can. It's shaped not, it's like the can like when it comes out. You guys are disgusting. I and want you to take your that. fork okay. and you just slice it. People from You've never made cranberry with real cranberries. What is it? I mean, yes, I've had that. I've had a cranberry juice. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's cranberries. No, I'm it's I, it comes in a can me. shape, right? Right. Yeah, that's how it grows. Exactly. That's how it grows. Okay. Exactly. Let me digress. Okay. So um, the program uh, last year we were we were doing, and we sort stuff about every other week. Uh-huh. Uh, by sort, come in. We we assemble uh, basically an assembly line fashion with people. Uh, Henry Ford would be so proud of oh, the yeah. assembly line. Oh, yeah. um, we and just we did do, some tonight. Uh, feels that? good just did some tonight right. feels good yeah, to have gone through that quite a bit tonight and so last year they were approached uh, food, the program was approached by the Eastern Illinois Food Bank uh, to grow and take over a program they were already doing because uh, we did it very effectively by we I mean this this team and uh, so I think actually what they said is you're doing it better than we're doing right. it so, so why don't you take ours yeah. basically take ours that was an a, honor yeah it really yeah. was because uh, that's a it's a pretty big organization and we're we're pleased to partner with them i know feeding our kids is very pleased to partner with them through purchases and that kind of thing right but, right um you know so when you look at a bunch of organized and motivated people that just basically want to serve right. um that's what our feeding our kids is it's uh mm-hmm. you know a, affiliated program so they say we want you to double and that was around going to be a, almost a thousand kids a week it's probably a little bit high on the number but and they, they, they felt like that was maybe a little bit too much to bite off yeah. and to grow incrementally. Uh-huh. Uh, we encouraged them to grow because we as a church wanted to take more and more as far as help. Um, uh-huh. we, we feel like we have not even approached our capacity to serve um, sure. in the church. So we want to continue to look for ways to serve. So, so that conversation happened right before you guys met last time. So right. since that time, they took on around 200 more kids. Okay. Uh, so the number that we're doing, and we said to them, why don't you let, let our groups, because uh, we have roughly 10 house churches uh, that are groups that meet on the weekends uh, mm-hmm. or during the week. I'm sorry, on Wednesday nights. Yeah, Wednesday nights, subdiv- the church is subdivided into smaller right. uh, groups during the week. So we said, you know, if we did that, each house church would have to roughly serve maybe two to three times a year, right. which isn't a whole lot because we still want to, we, we, that's why we believe right. we have so much more capacity. Yeah, because, right, we could do more. You know, if you look at maybe saying we're going to do this once a month, uh, each house church, we could do a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. And we have enough people who are maybe off during the day as far as retirement or like my situation where I work a strange shift and have time off during the day to go deliver the food. We said, let us yeah, let us right. have. And now we have three staff members who three staff members who have very flexible schedules yeah, right. that, you know, that can go deliver yeah. and do whatever. As and well. you all have driver's license. And we yeah, all, have, all have driver's license. And, uh, and, and yeah. some of us can even actually Although leave Kurt the county. Although Kurt is from Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if he can drive in Illinois <laughs> We'll yet, check. We'll, we'll check, check him that later, out. yeah. Um, but he grew up in Illinois, so it's okay. Yeah, probably. Um, so when you look at the capability to do that, we felt like, hey, let us take everything outside Champaign-Urbana physically. So mm. that means uh, we are right now delivering to Thomasboro, Rantoul, Ludlow, Muhammad, Fisher. Uh, there's also a very small group in Tuscola of only four people. So when that one bites off, we're probably just going to have some of our folks who live in Mattoon just take it uh, like on a Sunday afternoon and drop it off. So sure. that, that's probably going to happen. And we're, and we're you know, because a lot of the local Champaign-Urbana folks will come 
And like on Wednesday night, we saw a lot of the people that might be part of the PTA at, let's say, Stratton Elementary, mm-hmm. come and get their physical boxes uh, for, that they're going to deliver to their school. Mm-hmm. So they're doing that. But, you know, there's a lot of distance. So, you know, basically the driver drives a big loop around Champaign County and, and delivers boxes yeah, to, to a certain point. In the, like in Rantoul, we deliver to one place for their five or six schools that it's they like have a food there. Santa. Yeah, so basically <laughs> they're in, in the number of kids outside of those numbers is about 250. Uh-huh. Uh, outside of the Champaign-Urbana proper area sure. that we're, we're serving now. And that's 250 a week. So, And right. we did that uh, through this summer. Uh, if A lot of the schools don't have summer feeding programs. Some do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they did, we're, we're more than happy to do that. And we're, Yeah, I think it's like with, the, with the, the children that fall into the, that category of food insecure or whatever, you know, the schools feed them during the day. Because they they have programs. They have programs. Yeah, they're usually free and reduced lunch. But but the the deal is, is, you know, that doesn't work on Saturday and Sunday. So that's why these are provided for Saturday and Sunday. And then when summer rolls around, then there's nothing nothing at all. And so that's that's a whole it's kind of a a hole in the system, if you will. You know, we get we can feed them through the schools because we already have the kids there. That's great. Sure. But if the kids aren't in school. Yeah. That now what do you do? Uh-huh. Um, and so that's kind of what, what feeding our kids is trying to fill that hole there, that little gap. Yeah. yeah. I have and, a question. Uh, yeah. um, I haven't heard of too many, like, on the ground. Do we know of any responses from kids or families? I mean, I'm sure yeah. that the, the, your smile on your face tells me that we could do oh, the whole podcast. Oh, we've heard some responses, yes. And it's <laughs> just stories of families. But, like, I think on the podcast we haven't really described many of, like, responses from the community or, or people yeah. that are being served well I, you know I, i'm glad you brought that up because there's one of them and i i told the story to our small group leaders on uh sunday night that and uh bob and i have been a part of the same small group at our house and there's been a, a young yeah. lady who's been coming to visit and she's a, actually a special education teacher in urbana mm. and uh she we came and sorted food one night as a group and she was there with us and she said is this the program and we told her, yeah. And she realized that this is a program that she's actually distributing to some of her kids in the classroom. Oh, wow. And she had some great input. She said, oh, my gosh, the kids love this. And one of the kids, t- we asked her, say, ask the kids what they think. One, what do they think of the food? Are sure, they getting yeah. good stuff? But <laughs> two, are they, you know, how does it make them feel, that kind of thing? And she relayed to us, and I think we were all kind of tearing up when she shared yeah. this with us, that, you know, one kid says, I'm not hungry anymore on the weekend. And oh, that wow. right there alone, one child says that we've done a tremendous thing. Mm. You know, when Jesus's ministry to the poor was, you know, that's that's what it was about mm. meeting physical needs. Uh, you know, when there's several scriptures in the Bible that talk about, uh, you know, the sheep and the goats and what you did for the least of these in Matthew 25. When you look at Jesus saying, I, "You never gave me a, a coat. You never gave me food," and he's he responds to that. Whatever you did for the least of these, you did for me. Mm-hmm. And that child was the least of these. And, you know, we're serving Jesus by serving that child. And that's exciting to me. Sure. Yeah. Our church. That's excellent. So, so we're, but we're expanding and our congregation is, is going to need to get more involved. Sure. Because that's a 50% increase. That's quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. From, from last and, year. And it's, it's not just the increase in kids. It's a, it's a shift in kind of, yeah. I don't know, you want to call it responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Is we're trying to take off of, uh, Janelle and Ann and, and some of the other volunteers and say, let us just trust us to handle everybody outside of Champaign. Uh, you know, yeah. let us take that off your, your table because they're, you know, they got full-time jobs. They're, right. they're sure. not, this is not what they do for a living. They, you know, right. they, they, they volunteer and they're got great hearts. And so we want to say, Hey, look, we can, we can take more. We've got this incredible, great hearted 
workforce. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're already organized every Wednesday night, you know, to come together. And, and so we can come together and we can do it. And we've got plenty of people who are retired or, as Dave said, flexible schedules enough to make deliveries. We can mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it's not just a, a more kids. It's a shift of responsibility that the Champagne Church. And I'm think, thinking of the, 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 you know, the passage where Jesus talks about, you know, the parable of the, the guy with the ten talents, the guy yeah. with the five, and the guy with the one. He says, if you're, if you're responsible with what I give you, mm -hmm. I'll give you more. Mm -hmm. And we've tried to be responsible with what we've been given, and now we're being given more. And what is this foreshadowing? Ooh. There, there is even a, a probability of even more. What does that mean? It means that. What can you tell us? I can tell you this. Our, our, there's a whole other group in the, in our church called, for, for lack of a better term, uh, no, no, I love their it's name. Their term. Yeah, it's it's not, their it's term. They came up with it. It's our older singles, and they call themselves the Salty Edge. The Salty Edge. And uh, I, I like I oh, like the margarita glass. Yes, okay. I like the title, and I don't know if it's because it reminds me of that. But <laughs> um, they have been reached out to by an organization here in town to help deliver food directly to elderly and shut-in people who don't have any food, don't have the money to get it, or they don't even physically can't go out and buy food, even mm. if they had the money. Mm. Um, still food insecurity. It's still, yes, kind of exactly. But it's kind of the other end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either, either and uh, so this was just brought to my attention, kind of like with Janelle and Ann last week, last last podcast, yeah. just, just in, you just know. Just in. This was just brought to my attention uh, this past week. I said, okay, this sounds really cool for another whole segment of the church, you know, to kind of do this would, would be really awesome. And again, I think it's kind of God saying, hey, you, you proved yourself responsible with something. Mm. We, we, we got some more for you. We've, we've got a little more for you. So you're saying that, uh, they were sought out, this group. It's not like they went out door knocking for like, how could we, you know, distribute food? No, no, no. Yeah, there, there's like... a few of those and they're in the salty edge, uh, somehow got connected and involved in it. Wow, and then they, okay. then they say, hey, you know, we can do a little more. We can do more. And sure. then now they're saying, hey, can we as a church get involved? Gotcha. So it's kind That's of awesome. moving forward like that. Yeah. Okay. I think the good thing about things like that is there are great hearted people throughout our communities. Mm. You know, there are people who want to serve. Uh, and it's mm. not just not just in the church. And there, there are people like the senior programs or this this program, Feeding Our Kids, where people want to do the right thing. And we have to give them vehicles to do that. And But for us, we don't have to reinvent the wheel. Mm. Uh, you know, right. We don't have to come up with a new food program ourselves. This was uh, Janelle and Ann's because they were already in the PTAs and already in those the schools saying, Man, we're going to do something about this problem. So it's grown to a great partnership. You know, as another senior program that's maybe that maybe already exists that we can say, you know what, let's harness right. the power of somebody who already exists with a very motivated, uh, mm -hmm. very engaged group of volunteers, mm. um, and, and marry those together. I I just was on a phone call today with some folks with this, some disaster program, uh, mm. some stuff that's going on in Louisiana with uh, obviously the terrible flooding down there. And that's the same thing that happens. You've got organizations that are already doing stuff, but maybe don't have this army of volunteers. Yeah. They need arms what and legs and What our church is, yeah. you know, what the, sure. what the Church of Christ here and, you know, through that bring is volunteers who will actually do what they say they do. Mm. When we show up, we get it done, we take care of business, and, right. you know, we, we are trustworthy to do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, and that's that's a great thing. And, and it, I don't know of too many programs that – that uh, say, you know what, we don't, these volunteers aren't, aren't great. We need to mm. back off for volunteers. In our case, it's typically, gosh, that's 
let's grow because we've got this great expanse now. A whole here. bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah, who are doing and, and I think as, as we you know send this podcast out, particularly to our members, uh, we re- I really want to stress to our, our members that, you know, when we when if your house church is supposed to come up on a Wednesday mm-hmm. night, sure. you're needed. You are. Yeah. You're, you're needed there. It's not like, oh, it's not really house church. We're not having D group. I, I, I got something else coming up tonight or whatever. There'll be enough people to handle it. Well, you know what? Maybe six months ago, enough people were there to handle it. But now it's just you guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. It will be just your house. You know, if you guys don't show up, it doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. And that's not a actually not an option. So what it is is someone's going to stay here real late and well, do it all the time. Tracy's <laughs> a great point. Even tonight, yeah. because, because we're separating, two simultaneous rooms are going on. Our church members are tip, typically taking the one with the out-of-town uh, right. bags. The other one is going on now. It's the first time we ever did it tonight. We had a little few kinks to work out. But right. what ended up happening tonight is our volunteers – went to both rooms because they were needed in both rooms. Right. The, the room that was comprised primarily of our volunteers was done first and more people. Yeah. And so and it's, it works out that both of them went in there and it worked out really well for that tonight. Whereas in the past, maybe there was too many people in that one room. There wasn't enough tonight. And and we have, yeah. my house church is, that I lead is a real big one. Right. So we had a, a, a large group of people here from the, from the church tonight, but we needed more volunteers. Yeah. Like if you've been there and know the environment, a lot of times you feel like you're sort of held up by the person in front of you walking around filling bags right. yeah. tonight was well, actually nobody was ho- nobody held was, up because we yeah. had two rooms going it looked like ants time. on an ant hill yeah, people we were, were running around. everywhere trying to get it done right? so so maybe <laughs> as we're kind of wrapping up here um we've talked a lot about uh the good-hearted people that are in this and even out mm-hmm. in the community and members of the congregation that are getting involved and then you've touched a little bit on uh, trying to spur on um, for those of us who have been involved for now a year now and you know might be thinking okay you know same old same old i'm packing you know meals what what am i doing here i mean what would you what would you tell to somebody that's coming in and going to give this or is kind of thinking maybe i should or shouldn't give to this to to spur them to to get involved i mean you talked a little bit about matthew 25 Mm -hmm. and a motivation there but how else would you motivate people to get involved because we're not going to see it grow or not grow we're not going to be able to do anything if if Mm -hmm. the people in the hands aren't there so what would you tell to 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 the people well, I think it's it's. I mean, one one of the challenges of what you're talking about when you motivate people is no none of us, even those of us who deliver the food, we don't give it to the children. Mm. We give it to the school, mm. and the school to you know distribute it to the actual individual students. Um, we don't even know who the students are, and that's good in honest. some senses mm-hmm. for confidentiality. And, just and that's of, that's the whole purpose. Right. But what it does for us is, it's like I, I I miss that motivating. I get to see that kid's face, or I get mm-hmm. to see this person who I'm giving. You know, we're we're trying to help. What I see is bags going into a box, yeah. right? You know, and then and that's all I see. Yeah. Uh, so and the box comes back empty next time. And the time. box comes back empty, does, right. Sure. Uh, but, to, but to really realize, no, this we're talking hundreds of kids. Yeah, we did some light math downstairs. And yeah. We figured maybe 50,000 50, meals since they started yeah, this organization. Right. That, that literally wouldn't happen right. um, without yeah. this. That, that it just flat out would not happen. Mm. There, there, there is no plan B. Sure. Even what was plan A, which was like uh, the, the food bank, mm-hmm. uh, uh, said, you guys are doing this a lot better than we were doing it. Right. You know, um, so so to, to, to you know, you've just got to say, look, I'm not doing this for myself, mm. for the good feeling it gives me to give it to this kid. That's kind of a selfish way of serving. Mm. And and all of us have that in sure. us. You know, it's you know, we 
most of us like to serve in something that makes us feel good mm-hmm. about doing mm-hmm. it. This is a little less of that because, again, you don't have that direct contact. Sure. But you realize, you know what? I'm doing this for these kids. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing this because that's what Jesus would do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's ultimately why I'm doing it. Yeah. That, that's, that's what but, I would try to help us and to And that connects to see. back yeah. to what you were saying earlier about uh, realizing a responsibility and mm-hmm. something's been entrusted with you that there's there's a longer term commitment sure. to when something's entrusted to you right. rather than having short spurts of excitement about something and then okay. eh, the excitement wanes and I could go do yeah. something else now and it's like no this is entrusted with you like and and we are a team as a church sure mm-hmm. and 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 admittedly we we can do a lot more mm. uh, once or twice a year it's hard to stay motivated for that to be honest with you yeah sure. <laughs> uh, and that's another one of our challenges you know and that's why maybe we'll pick up this other thing you know because there's more mm-hmm. and that is more direct involvement, more direct meeting sure. the people and, and, and visiting with them and stuff. What, what would you say, yeah. Dave, on the, uh, I mean, you've done a lot of community service over the years and just sort of, uh, you know, what would you say to someone to help motivate and keep going for, for even the people yeah. that are really heavily involved? How do you keep sure. them going? You know, volunteerism is always hard because, mm. you know, you want to always give the volunteer a meaningful experience because that's mm. what they want. They want to serve, They, they you know, mm. and uh, so when you Look at it from that mm. perspective. Hmm. We, we try to make it. I mean, that's why we don't want too many people. We want enough people. Sure. We don't want people standing mm-hmm. around because it's not a meaningful experience for them. They would rather, if, that, mm. if I'm going to come stand somewhere, I would rather stand at home with my family, even though my wife is here tonight, so I was with my family. But, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> I, I would rather, and I think everyone is like that. Mm. Everyone's busy. So we've got to make the experience meaningful. And, I, you mm. know, I think the church members and the community is going to see something a lot different this year with a simultaneous sorts going on. Sure. Uh, you know, the preaching, Jesus basically did three things. He, he preached, he taught, and he healed. Mm. You know, uh, we're not going to be able to preach to, to the children that are there because we're mm. not going to see them. Yeah. Uh, even even those of us who actually deliver the, the boxes to the schools, it's to a central office right. or yeah. a loading dock. Uh, we might, you yeah. know, I we interact with, with the loading guy, Corey and Rantoul, the guy that uh, handles it. <laughs> sure. We know Corey, we interact with him. We interact <laughs> with the secretary at Thomasboro School. Right. But that's, we, yeah, we yeah. don't. We don't interact with the kids, um, and, that, and that's always going to be a sh- – I won't say a shortcoming, but a, a disconnect. Thing, a disconnect. Yeah. yeah. But the great – you know, that's that second thing, the teaching part, we may not be able to teach, but we can teach ourselves. But what, what we can realize is healing. Mm. You know, we're, we're not physically healing somebody, but we are nourishing them enough so they can be healed. Yeah. And I think that's – if you ask any educator at all, any 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 teacher we have a bunch of teachers in our school mm-hmm. my wife works at a school in, in, the, in an office she has a drawer full of snacks because mm-hmm. invariably there's a child that comes in and says i'm hungry in the morning before school mm-hmm. that child's not learning right. that child's not prepared to learn that child's not prepared <laughs> to do those they're things about, from whatever they're not thinking yeah, about they're thinking they're hungry, that yeah. basal survival issue of i'm hungry so what uh, my stomach's going to take first over my brain and then and we can do that. So when we look at those those three things. We can participate in that healing ministry of Jesus when we do that. That's excellent. And uh, you know the, the the other thing, I, and I do want to probably that's that's all on that point. But when you okay. ask a question about logistics, I do want to make sure sure yeah, yeah. for the yeah, church. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for that. it. So you know, I want to make sure here's here's how the process is working this year. We we had a house church leaders meeting with all the small groups on Sunday night. Each leader signed up signed your small groups up for two sessions between now and May. Gotcha. Um, they will get that information out to you when yours is. Um, Ivan Santiago's group is in two weeks. That's the first sure. one I can remember off the top of my head uh, when that is. 
So at a little bit before seven, someone will come unlock the door. We'll pre-stage the food. Your group will go down there and uh, do your thing. And it lasts roughly an hour. Right. Uh, it's it's now what eight thirty ish or nine no, o'clock. We, nine we're o'clock. a little bit late, but tonight because we're doing this. I get it was the first time about too. An hour, so yeah, hour and fifteen right. minutes tonight. Right. Whereas in the past, just as a point of comparison, we would start and finish in fifteen to twenty yeah. minutes and feel like, well, that was it. That was huh. it. Yeah. Now, now we're serving we much were many more kids. For, yeah. I was engaged, and Bob, you were down there tonight. We were engaged for fifty solid minutes. Yeah. You know of. of so that's the lesson for the for the week for mm-hmm. the house church. I know sometimes our group buys pizza and comes in and eats a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just love food, so we eat all the time in my group. So um, encourage yeah. everybody to do that. Feeding our volunteers. Yeah, feeding our yeah. volunteers is great. And uh, carbo loading up. And uh, yeah, so right. that's great. So your house church leader will get those dates and times to you. So that uh, that should be your house church meeting for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you come. You do your thing. There's going to be some guidelines. We have one person from the church upstairs kind of overseeing the incoming in and out. Uh, then we need to help load up uh, stuff going in and out. So we need we need a lot of muscle and we need a lot of brains yep. uh, to help out. So yeah. uh, the information will come through your house church leaders about when your group is doing it. It's all signed up for the year. The sign-up right. sheet's done. Yay. It'll come through emails and calendar. Uh, on your G- on your Google Calendar, it will Good. come out to you. So I don't have to think. I, I, have I to love I love that uh, that tomorrow table. will pop up at eight o'clock. That I have to deliver food. So awesome. So, there <laughs> you go. Okay, that's great. Thanks. Sounds good. Thanks so much, guys, for the updates. We've notoriously been horrible at sign offs on talking yeah. the walk. Talking hello, the walk hello. usually ends with. And, and that's, that's about it. it. Okay. But I wrote one. Oh no, you did not. Come on, man. Let me try it out. Let's let's try an ending. Thanks for listening and consider subscribing to the podcast. You can hear all the episodes and more at champagnechurch.tv and connect with us through Facebook at Champagne Church of Christ or champagnechurch at gmail.com. There you go. We'll see you guys later. We'll keep walking and we'll keep talking. How do you subscribe if you're not already a subscriber? You really want me to walk through no, all that? No, I don't. Bob. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. But if I'm listening to this, aren't I already? already no, you, no, you could just listen to it one off. I guess true. That's true. Yeah. Hit oh, the yeah. subscribe button, folks. Love it. <laughs>